Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to City Church U's Knowing God Guided Reading Podcast. We hope you will join us this holiday season as we read J.I. Packer's modern classic, Knowing God. All right, here we are, chapter three. New chapter, new topics, new thoughts, new things for us to dive into together as we're continuing through this book. We hope you're enjoying it. Hope that you're listening to these podcasts and it's helping you to meditate on the truth that you're learning in this book to use J.I. Packer's. Uh, thought and um, we're excited to get into this chapter. This chapter actually has what is so far, I think, my favorite favorite quote uh, in the reading. And so I want to read that and kind of set it up for us to kind of have our initial thoughts and conversation here. Um, he says in the in the opening of uh, chapter three uh, on page thirty four, he says, "Once you become aware that the main business that you are here for." What you are here on this earth to do is to know God. Most of life's problems fall into place on their own accord. Um, I love that because in ministry and working with college students and young professionals, we are dealing with so many different problems, so many different uh, kind of situations that college students find themselves in. To use this quote, this thought, what are some of the problems that students often face that don't fall in accord with knowing God? Yeah. Um, before I begin, I just want to give snaps to this quote, you know, like in a poetry thing, just give it some snaps. Um, so good. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that one of the problems that I often see um, that I often face myself in college um, that really hinder us um, and keep us from the main business of knowing God is relationships. Um, so often dating relationships and then the thought of and the desire to get married just can just blind us completely um, from spending our time wisely in college or, or using our, our mind space to think more about the Lord and, and less about girls or guys. Um, I don't know if y'all have any thoughts on that. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think relationships um, can just be so easily elevated beyond where they should be elevated and made made a bigger priority. Um, and it can be a huge distraction. I think there are other things that also get elevated in students' lives, just depending on, you know, what they're into, whether it's athletics or maybe they're having to put themselves through college. So they're working a lot of hours and then it just becomes, mm-hmm. you know, pr- priority management um, and with your time. So, but I, I definitely agree with what you said. Yeah, I think I, I say this to the college students a lot, but you, they're in a season of life where it becomes really, really easy just to, to fall into narcissism and being self-centered because everything in your life in this little season is about you and setting yourself 
up for the rest of your life and whatever's next. So you Mm got to just look out for you and do what's right for you. And I think that what happens too is, you know, some of these issues like, where am I going to work? Where am I going to go live? What internship? What degree? It's not that those things don't have significance. Of course they have significance, but they can become these things that don't have their right. They don't sit in the right perspective because the overarching uh, perspective of knowing God and understanding what we really are here for isn't in the right place. It was interesting. I had a conversation with someone recently and they were talk, talking about uh, they felt like their life was spared in this earthquake that they were a part of. And they said in that moment, I knew I was, I, I was spared for some reason, but I, I didn't know what that reason is. And what J.I. Packer um, would say and what I would agree with is, well, the predominant reason that anyone is here and that anybody woke up this morning is to know God. And I think mm-hmm. that that's the, that's the primary task uh, for the Christian and why we were created. And I think that helps just really understand the significance of this work, this book, because it's not just extra credit homework for Christians. This is the reason we're here. We're here to know God. So let's take it serious. And um, I thought that that was a, a really, really helpful uh, quote just to talk about, okay, there's so many things people deal with, but there, if you know God, everything is going to fall in the right place and it's going to give you the right perspective. Another thing he talks about in this book is he talks about how, um, what knowing God involves. And he talks about how the more complex something is, the more complex it is to know that thing. And he says, gives the example, he says, of course, it's more complex than what it means to know someone who's a human. It's more complex than knowing a horse. And um, he, he kind of explains that. And then he goes on to say, how much greater is it? And, you know, how much more beyond is it the task of knowing God? And I think that most people understand this, but they, they find themselves sometimes frozen because of the complexity of God and how daunting and intimidating it can be to try to understand certain things in the Bible and certain things that he's revealed about himself. My question for you guys is, as we go to, as we desire to, to know this complex God, in what ways does Christian community help us with that task? I, I feel like that Christian community offers um, a lot of benefits and I never really would have like lumped this in that category of benefits, but reading through his book, like it does seem so clear that we're, we're just, we're given these avenues, uh, of ways to learn more about God and the complexity of God and knowing that he created the universe. He created this world and every single human being in it, um, as, in the image of God. So we are, we actually have a visual of the complexity of God in our, within our community. Um, and just how the actual study of God is fueled in those gatherings, whether it's uh, small group Bible studies, like our city groups. Um, we also have our mentor groups for our student leaders. Um, and I just think in those sort of small, intimate settings um, that we really can charge forward together um, in recognizing that we each can play a part. Um, we, may, we may like read a Bible verse differently. Um, different people are going to pick up on, on different things and be able to offer these ideas up to the group in a way that, you know, 
Bible study on our own, um, we can, we can just sometimes miss. And I mean, that's just one example. Uh, but I do feel like there's such a huge benefit to kind of coming to God in a way, um, where, you know, the community that he's gifted us, uh, really, um, makes it more attainable for us, um, in a way to get to know him further. And we see like the spiritual gifts in others that he's gifted them with, um, and in a way it all leads back to praising him. So I think it's just a beautiful picture of the way that he has gifted us. Hmm. Yeah. So good. Hank, what about you? Um, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, really like the, the safest place to, um, to think out these complexities about God is in community in a local church community. Um, and I say that out of experience of moving up here after high school and having a lot of questions and uh, just being able to work those out with um, people who are older than me, you, Hunter, personally were huge um, in my faith when I had a lot of questions and my mentor um, in college, Alex Scott, our executive director, just like being able to talk to people, whether, you know, whatever avenue that is, your city group, your mentor group, um, if you're just meeting one-on-one with someone just to discuss the scriptures, um, it can really help you think through God and his complexities. How do I understand them? And then how do I actually like take these things and you know, praise him like we, like we talked about in the first chapter. Yeah. Hank, I like that you talk about that. It's safe for people to like have questions and wrestle with things when studying God. I think that that's a mistake. A lot of people make is they're reading the scripture. They're learning certain theology and they're afraid just to say, Hey, I'm really struggling with understanding or, or Mm -hmm. wrapping my mind around, you know, eternal conscious torment in hell. I mean, that's a common thing for college students to wrestle with and to think about. And what better place to do that than in the life of the church? And how is, ju- how is God just in that? How is he good in that? How, 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 what has God revealed about that? These are, all, these are all topics and things that can appropriately be discussed within the church in the right setting, in the right way. And I think that that's something that young Christians need to gain confidence in that, Hey, yes, it, you know, our goal, the reason I'm here is to know God, but I'm not called to that alone. We can do that in community. And that's why the preaching of the word is so important on Sundays and, and any of our services where there's preaching. And that's why, you know, our Bible studies are so important in our equipped classes so that we can come together and collectively try to better understand God and try to teach each other and learn from each other. And it's a, it's a worthwhile effort. Something he also talks about in this book when he talks about it being a personal matter is he he says that knowing God is a matter of grace, that we don't make friends with God. God makes friends with us. The fact that we have this relationship, Mm -hmm. the fact that we can know God is actually an act of grace. It's, it's a point of grace. I don't think that's how most people think about it. I think people feel like I have to read this book. I have to read my Bible. I have to study these things because those are the right things to do. And I think they often don't see it as, wow, God and his goodness and his grace has allowed me to know more about him. In y'all's experience, how how do we help people 
make that switch from seeing, studying the scriptures and listening to preaching and reading books? Um, how do we help them to see that be an act of grace? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Um, I think it took me some time to realize that um, on my own, but, you know, praise God, I had, um, we had Dean, the pastor, we had other pastors within our church and other faithful Christians who helped reveal that to me to recognize, I mean, it really just came with um, learning more about God's word. So realizing that the Bible is God's revelation of himself. So what he has actually chosen to be part of scripture, you know, it's breathed out by God. So he used, you know, different vessels to, um, to author different chapters of the Bible in this holy manuscript that is God's word. He has told us all about himself. I mean, for me, I, I just didn't think of it that way, that it was a gift of grace from God that we could know anything about him at all. And yet here it is, like I'm holding it in my hand. Um, mm -hmm. And something that Packer says in the book is God is speaking to you like, yes, you. <laughs> and I think that kind of helping people come to that realization is a great springboard for them uh, to really be able to dive in. And I think it just, it changes our mindset as we read God's word and as we sort of feel ourselves like growing in knowledge of him. And then what do we do with it? We can base that off the fact that it is by God's grace that we know anything about him at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the the quote that really stuck with me from this chapter, um, page 36, um, starts with quoting from Jeremiah, let him that glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me. And then Packer says, for knowing God is a relationship calculated to thrill a person's heart. Um, just what a great quote. And uh, Amanda, to your point, like the relationship that we have with God is a relationship of grace. Like we did not become friends with God. He first initiated a friendship with us. Um, and this friendship, this relationship that he's initiating with us is one that's calculated to thrill our hearts. That's supposed to be like the number one relationship in our lives. It's not supposed to be, you know, our Bible is dust on the cover. It, it should really be like our, our lifeblood. Um, to know who God is and to feel thrilled by him every day. Um, and there is so much waiting for us, I believe, um, in, our, in our Bibles, in the grace of God that will allow us to just know him more. If we just press in a little bit more than we already do, if we just pray a little bit more than we already do, if we just give God a little bit more than we already do, like he is there waiting to thrill us in a way that we just, I just think that we aren't aware of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Packer uses this visual of God actually approaching you and drawing you into this divine fellowship. And he says, at once your life is transformed. And I think that in the moment of salvation that, you know, sometimes our mind like kind of has to try to catch up with our salvation. Like, 
well, what does this actually mean? And then, you know, we come to realize like our life is transformed. The purpose for our life is, is made clear. And that clarity um, gives us the drive and the thrill um, to learn more about God. Yeah. And I, a word of advice I would give on this is this goes back to that Christian community piece we were just talking about. Find people to surround yourself with that have an excitement to know God and to know his word mm-hmm. and contagious. And if you're constantly surrounding yourself with people who don't know the Lord, or you're constantly surrounding yourself with these kind of dry stoics who maybe they know a lot of things about God, but don't really seem to have any excitement or love for God, I think it's really important to say, how can I get myself around people who are going to actually stir in me some excitement to know who God is? And I think that's an important task for every believer. Well, this is a a great podcast and uh, I really appreciate y'all's thoughts on it. I'm excited to continue and, and move on into chapter four and we'll see you guys soon.